Hello everyone, my name is John Locke. I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trades and or results in this presentation are hypothetical computer simulated trades. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible. Keep in mind that live results can vary from similar results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance wealth and success coach with Locke and Your Success LLC, where myself and my team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today I'm here to take you into the realm of something called high probability options trading, also known as income trading. And this is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than depending solely on price movement in order to make money. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to win all the time, but we can win whether the market goes up, down, or sideways. And the strategy that I'd like to show you today is part of our X4 series. So our X4 series has three strategies, and you've seen the other two here on past episodes of The Winning Trade. Those are the X4 version 14 and the X4 version 17. This is the third trade in that series and it's called the X4 version 22. Now the V17 is a bullish bias neutral strategy. The V14 is a slightly bullish bias neutral strategy and the V22 was designed to be a bearish neutral strategy. The market over the last year or so has been extremely bullish and the V22 has not been performing its best. But if you go back to COVID, when we had that big market crash in 2020, the V22 did extremely well. And it's also been doing well this year now that the market's run a little bit sideways and is starting to flatten out and been a little bit more neutral to, uh, to bearish. So if I'm to explain the V22 to you, I would say it's a somewhat bearish bias market neutral income strategy and is a strategy we trade in the SPX. The strategy itself requires a minimum of $3,500 per trade. The size of the example is going to be a $35,000 planned capital trade. Our profit target, uh, there is no profit target actually, uh, but we do have an exit loss trigger and that's going to be 7.1% of planned capital. If we have a good cycle on the expert version 22, we're generally well over 10% planned capital. And if things go extremely well, we can make a considerable amount more. So let's take a look at the strategy. This software here is something called Option Net Explorer. It's a, what we call an analytical software. And what it does is it shows us an analytical graph over here. When we take a look at the analytical graph, for those of you who are not familiar with it, we have our asset price along the bottom. We have this blue, dark blue line here that looks uh, sharp edged or triangular. And that is what's known as our expiration line. And then we have a more curved line here, which is known as our T plus zero line. Our expiration line shows us the uh, profit and loss in the position at any given price point for the SPX at expiration, assuming nothing changes. And our curve line shows us the projected value or profit and loss in the position at any given price point of the SPX should the uh, index hit that value today. Uh, as of right now, you can see the dot here represents our current profit and loss, and it's down slightly. That's due to commissions and so forth on entry. So this is what the position looks like. Over time, our T plus zero line tends to form the shape of our expiration line. And if the asset price doesn't move, then something like this happens. 
and the position starts to gain value in certain areas uh, and lose value in others. But as this price moves, as time goes by, we have something called adjustments and we're gonna move this position around. So if you take a look at this column here, this uh, or the columns I should say are our uh, expiration cycles or our option cycles. In this case here, we're looking at the March 18th, 2022 options expiration cycle. The date up here is December 31st, 2021. So this trade's entered 77 days to expiration, meaning that that's why we enter it as far back as December in 2021 here. It's going to expire in March 18th of 2022. So it is a recent trade as far as the results go. And if we look here, we have the call options on the top, we have the put options on the bottom. These are the strike levels. What we're gonna do is we're gonna sell an iron butterfly. So those of you who don't know what an iron butterfly is, it's a, a put vertical that's bullish and a bear vertical that's done in calls. And we use the same short strikes for the shorts, uh, both on our call and put vertical. And when we do that, that's gonna give us a certain delta, delta on the position. So if you look at this here, if I did just the butterfly, then you see what we have here in green. That position is going to be minus 19.4 delta. I'm doing this with 70 point wings, by the way. The wing widths on this strategy do vary depending on what this, the cost is and the delta going in and so forth. But in this case here, we're doing 70 point wings. We come in with a delta of minus 19.4. To correct that delta to near zero so that we're relatively neutral, I'm gonna add a 22 delta call. Generally, when these calls are out of the money, I'm usually gonna buy a delta that's a little bit more than what uh, my butterfly is so that I produce a positive delta somewhere between you know zero and positive 10 usually. One of the reasons we do that is this T plus zero line does not act as if, uh, in other words, you can't look at this T plus zero line and take it at face value. One of the things about reading analytical software is you need to be able to understand what that software is going to do. And what this software does is, you know, even though we're positive delta here, and by the way, delta means this is 2.19 positive delta. That implies, I should say, that if the Russell goes up $1 in value, that we should gain $2.91 in position value, or the profit and loss should go up $2.91. One of the things about out-of-the-money calls is that dynamic often does not hold, uh, meaning that we get what we call a crush in the T plus zero line, meaning the position actually reacts as if it's more negative delta than what the analytical software is telling us. That's something that you kind of get used to when you uh, learn to trade this and you've done this a while, uh, you kind of get an idea of how much this is going to crush and how much you need to correct for the, the delta that the uh, software is showing you. But anyway, this is entry position. And if that looks too narrow, we can just widen this out, right? But that's what that looks like. Now, I had told you earlier the DX4 version 22 was a somewhat bearish strategy. Generally, this tends to favor choppy downward trending markets. And before 2020, uh, it did pretty well. Well, it would do very well in sideways markets and it even did fairly well in bullish and uptrending markets. But since the uh, 2020, and for those of you who don't know, 
we say that we're trading theta, but we're not really trading theta. What we're actually trading is implied volatility. And in 2020, after the crash that we had in COVID, the implied volatility structure of the indexes essentially changed and it changed by a lot. And doing that, it will affect the strategies. It doesn't mean a winning strategy is going to necessarily lose or a losing strategy is necessarily going to win, but it does make changes in the way the strategies react. And as far as the X4 trades go, the changes in the way that the strategies react, the X4 version uh, 17 is actually more bullish because of the implied volatility than it would normally be in a, when it was designed. So in other words, the strategy was designed pre-COVID. The COVID change in implied volatility, if you've been watching the V17, it's performed extremely well since early 2020. Not so well necessarily in early 2022 because the market's been, been down. We've been essentially been downtrending a little bit. But that 17 has become more bullish of a strategy using the same rules in the new implied volatility environment. The X4 version is 14 has also become more bullish. So instead of being a straight neutral trade, it's more bullish than it, than it had been with the new implied volatility environment. And this X4 version 22 is actually more bearish than, than it was in the previous implied volatility environment. So that does affect the way we do things. And I'm going to be doing an update at some point in the program here to make these react uh, as they were intended to in the new implied volatility market. I'm kind of waiting to see if uh, the implied volatility market goes back to what we call normal or, or post-COVID type of environment. But as of right now, it looks like we're going to be in this environment for a while. So uh, if that still looks like that towards the summer here, then you're going to see some changes in these. But for now, like I said, over the last year or so those that 14 and 17 did pretty well and then in this environment the 22 is doing fairly well so no, no complaints there i don't like how the implied volatility structure change has made certain the strategy more bullish and this one more bearish i want to make some corrections for that uh, anyway this is our entry position on this you can see we're we're very flat delta we have a very flat t plus zero line in fact that deep people's zero line doesn't even dip negative to around 4500 in the index, which is what, 250 points to the downside. And then to the upside, uh, it looks like it's just getting better. But again, the uh, the implied volatility environment is going to shift this a little bit differently than you might expect, as you'll see as we go along. So what we're going to do here is to the upside, if we hit minus, minus 25 delta in the tent, minus 15 delta outside the tent, or we exceed 10 points over our long strikes, we're going to make some sort of an upside adjustment. It's either going to be changing some strikes in the butterflies or changing the call strike here or, uh, or doing a roll. And um, if we go down, there's really not much for a downside adjustment here until I get to the point where this long strike here is essentially outside of our two standard deviation marks. So that's a general guideline that I use. Now, one of the things about the X4 version 22 is it is a, uh, what we call a stage four strategy. So there is a little bit of subjectivity when we're gonna roll this, particularly to the downside. Uh, but generally, if I get to the point where my thought is the market's just not coming back towards the tent because we don't have enough time left and we're so far behind the market that it, it's not likely we're gonna get back into our profit zone that's the general guideline that I use, and I use, and that's kind of my own judgment. I will roll this back some. 
in order to uh, get, get a little bit close to the market. So I'm gonna show you what I, talk, what I mean uh, as we go forward. So this is starting position. I'm gonna zoom back out in it here. This is what we look like. If we go to first adjustment here, let's talk about this. So it's, so it's December 31st, 2021. I'm 77 days to expiration. I exit by the way, when my cycle, two cycles forward is 77 days to expiration. So not when, April 77 days to expiration, but when May 77 days to expiration, I exit this trade. Uh, assuming that I haven't hit exit loss numbers and I had to exit due to risk problems. So here is entry position. If I go to first adjustment, it's January 19th. So let's do that. So it's January 19th and we've had a very large down move. So let's go to January. So December 31st, we're all the way up here. And basically what happened in the last 19 days is the SPX went from about 47, almost 4,800 down to 45.50. That's 250 points on the SPX. That's a pretty large move. And you can see that the position really isn't in trouble. We're down $371, but the market's all the way back here and it's really not that much of a problem. But if you look at the position here, what I'm saying is what's the likelihood, and again, this is gonna be exited when our May is 77 days expiration. So this is gonna be another 23 plus 20, about another 44 days here in the position if I'm approximating. So in the, I have to think in the next 44 days, what's the likelihood of the SPX getting back up into our what we would call our playable range, which is up in here. And uh, when it gets this far back, I just don't think it is. Like I said, there's not that much of a problem to the downside here, but it's something that I would roll back. So I'm gonna go in here, and I'm gonna roll this back. And in this case, I did what we call a full rollback. I won't always do a full rollback. If I'm bearish, I want to do a full rollback. If I'm bullish, I would want to temper that a little bit. So uh, I just rolled back here into what we call starting position. So when we started, you may or may not have noticed that uh, the short strikes were about 20 points under the asset price. So here, our asset price is 45.54, our short strikes are at 45.30, which is about 24 points in this case, underneath that asset price. And I will move the calls if I need to, but basically I wanna be back here, I wanna be slightly positive delta. And this is pretty much back to starting position. If I go to, let me just go five days. Right, we end up market, it ends up continuing to go down. So if you take a look here, we had a bit of a, consolidation in here and then we just markets just kind of fell apart to the downside as you can see this is doing fairly well uh this is going to be a bad number by the way because you can see the scatter plot here is much higher so let me just go five minutes uh, further here this is more representative of this so you can see that we're we're getting these uh, fairly big down moves here but it really isn't bothering the position too much uh, we're up actually $109 if you're in this time frame, which is a little bit more realistic than the other one. If we go to our next adjustment, we literally sit in this, by the way, until February uh, 22nd. So if we take a look here, and let me just go back, let's go week by week. So this is the 8th. 
this is what the position looked like on the eighth. Again, we have a minus 25 delta limit here. We're, we're at minus 15. So this really isn't a problem. You can see how the, uh, with the new implied volatility environment, the tent hump uh, really builds back here. If I go to the next week, this is what we look like here. And we're running around this range. We're up about 21.59. Everything's looking good within our regular delta limits. If we go to the following week, which is the 20, let's go to the 21st. We have nothing on it. That must be a holiday. We'll go to the 22nd. We end up getting a down move here. This is what our position looks like prior to making any trades. Uh, you can see that where again, our long strike is pretty much at the edge of our two standard deviation mark. The assets price has been dropping um, very, we entered way up here. And you know, how's this for range? Okay, this is a neutral trading strategy. We start at 47, 4780-ish, or, and we were all the way down to 4321. So that's over 400 points in the, uh, SPX, and we've had this, we bottomed out way down here, we whipsawed back up here, we're back down at the bottom again, and our trading position is actually up about $2,000, so we're doing really, really well. Again, we're getting a little bit too far back. We're getting close to expiration or exit time, because remember, we're exiting when this May, if I get to it here, we're exiting when this May is 77 days to expiration, so we have 10 days left in the trade. Is the trade going to be running two standard deviations up? Well, I don't know, but it's kind of unlikely. So what we're going to do here is we are going to make an adjustment. And we're going to bring this back, but we're not going to bring it way back. We're just going to bring it back enough to get a little bit closer. So you can see I put my short strikes of this position here a little bit inside of my two standard deviation mark. I'm still outside the tent, but this is where the profit's building in the position. So this is really where, where I want to be playing this position right now. and uh, we're up about $1,900 after we make this move. So that was another rollback that we made. And then from here, let's just go day by day. We had another uh, large down move, but we're still within range here. Finally, the market uh, capitulates. This is an interesting day here. Look at the candle on this day. Came all the way down to 4,100. We bounced all the way back to 4,250. Again, we don't make we don't make midday adjustments in these. We just check at our checkpoint time. So all that drama we don't really get involved in. Um, and this is where we are here. We go to the 25th. We get our 84 point up move, and now we're sitting here up about 2,900. And we switch back again. Again, we're doing pretty well. And this, I believe, is going to be closed on Friday. So let me go here. So look how choppy this market is. We're, we had this huge day here and all the way up into here. And now we're dropping back in again. Again, we're doing fine. Now we got a 91 point up move day. And we're within parameters here. Let's go Thursday. And at Thursday, we're up 2681. And this is our last our last week in the position because you can see that we're 
78 days to expiration on our next cycle. So this next day's exit, let me take off, ignore today's trades and go here. We ended up getting a 51-point down move that day, and we ended up being up about $3,300 uh, at time of exit. And that is going to be, for our planned capital, that's going to be a little bit less than 10% of planned capital. It's probably, what, about 8 or 9% planned capital. I'll give you the exact number in a minute. Matter of fact, I can give you the exact number. Hold on. That ended up being 9.8% of our planned capital number, so almost a 10% gain in this particular trade during that cycle and we would exit the trade here and we would open a trade in may and of course we also have an april trade going on that we started when that was 77 days expiration so these do overlap a little bit but if you take a look at this and you consider the amount of price movement we had and the fact that we we had this really large down move and we had a lot of range here bearish choppy volatile market a lot of strategies tend to have a little bit of challenge with that this strategy here you can see we took that quite well and that is the x4 version 22 this episode's winning trade if you like what you see i encourage you to come on over to thewinningtrade.com that's thewinningtrade.com and discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great strategies as they unfold during our options trading for income webinars that we have on monday mornings for our go members also, where you can be first to be notified about upcoming winning trade presentations, you can explore past winning trades, and you can receive access to free bonus material. And while you're there, be sure to check out our free trading performance podcast, where you can learn to skyrocket your trading results, regardless of the type of trading you do. If you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see in the next winning trade, please feel free to leave a comment in the video below, and I'll make sure I answer your questions for you personally. Thank you for joining me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade.